Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word for the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to today's podcast. It is Thursday, September 29th, 2022, the day after Irma kind of, listen to me, Irma, Ian, (laughs) uh, those eye hurricanes, they're horrible came through uh, our area, really just more, more came south of here, but this is the day after that. So September 29th. And, um, yeah, you know, we had kind of had an interesting, uh, Oh, glad you have power in, uh, countryside. Good to hear. And, uh, Mark and Diana, glad you guys are well, but we, uh, we initially, um, when the storm was supposed to be coming kind of earlier predictions a couple of days ago were to come right over. Pinellas County, we actually went south, um, thinking we were doing something good. So something smart. So we went down all the way down to Marco Island on what day was that? Uh, today's on Tuesday. We went down to Marco Island on Tuesday, uh, got there around noon and literally within two hours of being there, um, the newer forecast had come out and they said it had shifted south and they were um, evacuating Marco Island. So we, we loaded everything up and came right back home um, and rode it out uh, here in Palm Harbor. And uh, obviously that was the better choice um, to come back. Um, but lessons learned, lessons learned, crazy, crazy time. Um, but all in all, uh, minor inconveniences relative to what people were experiencing down in Punta Gorda, Fort Myers, Naples, oh my, uh, down that whole uh, Charlotte County, South Sarasota, man, that's uh, heartbreaking to see. But we want to spend some time today just uh, reading, uh, turning to the Lord in Scripture, return to Him, uh, you know, before the storms and during and after. And, um, you know, it's interesting. I was going to read, I'm going to read Psalm 21 today. And Psalm 21 is kind of a song of praise uh, for God's deliverance. Specifically, it's kind of a written for on behalf of the king, on behalf of someone else. You know, thank you for delivering the king. And it's written for King David <clears throat> and for answering his prayer. And, you know, we have a reason to give thanks for answering our prayers. But those of you who are familiar with scripture, you may recall, uh, you may quickly note what Psalm 22 is. And if you just let your eyes drop down to Psalm 22, you know what the beginning words of Psalm 22, let's just say, remind you by, it's something that Jesus said from the cross. He quoted a line from this, from Psalm 22, from the cross, right? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And you know what st- struck, struck me was that in moments like this, um, people are praying both things, right? Like people in the north, um, north of the storm, we, we, we're Psalm 21 people right now. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer and delivering us and et cetera, et cetera. And, but we have friends that, and uh, good people who are also praying today, Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? 
why were you so far from saving me? Hmm. Um, you know, the beautiful thing about the uh, Word of God is it's honest about um, our prayers. It's honest about our heartache, our hurt. And, um, and um, does not shy away from hu- true, raw human emotion um, that we all experience through the things of life. And, and I hope you know that today, that, you know, that God understands the, the feelings and emotions and trials and adversity and um, pain uh, that you experience. God understands. He's, he, uh, he, just, he created you. He created you with emotion and feeling. Uh, and the reason you feel it so deeply is because you care. And, um, and so he understands. And so, you know, right next to Psalm 21, which is the Psalm of praise, is the Psalm 22, which is a Psalm of uh, heartache and, and, and heartbreak. And um, so the beautiful thing, even about Psalm 22, um, which a lot of people have talked about, even we talk about a lot of times on Good Friday when we talk about the things that Jesus said from the cross in Psalm 22, is that it starts in despair, but ultimately Psalm 22 is a psalm of victory. It starts with, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But that's not how it ends. It, it, it ends with great faith and confidence that even though this is horrible, right? Even though the situation is terrible, um, Psalm 22, God is going to bring victory. And so, um, you know what? Let's just read Psalm 22 today. Um, Those of us who've been delivered from the storm, we we are very fortunate. But but there are some who are suffering. And so uh, Psalm 22 is a good good reminder of of those things, um, the feelings and the experience of that. Um, so we praise God for, uh, for sparing us and our hearts are also with those who are, who are going through suffering. Um, so, uh, let's see here. And Psalm 22 is quite a bit longer. I'm just going to stick with Psalm 21, but read it, your, read through it. Psalm 22 is very, very good. Um, but, uh, it's a great Psalm for those who are going through trial and adversity. Uh, but today, for those who've been delivered, Psalm 21 is our psalm. Let's read it. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. The king rejoices in your strength, Lord. How great is his joy in the victories you give. We know that God gives victories. God has spared us. God has helped us. Um, he helps He helps us when we pray. He helps us when we come to him. But by the way, if you've been outside today here in uh, in Tampa, it's like, it feels like uh, you may sound like it's time to hang up the Christmas decorations, man. It's like <laughs> it's like sixty-five degrees out there. <laughs> it's beautiful. Well, it's overcast, but it's gorgeous. Open up the windows, you know, let the fresh air in. Yeah, I mean, it's still a little breezy. I don't know how much you want to open the windows, but you can let the fresh air in. A little gift on the other side of the storm. How great is the joy in the victories he, you give. You have granted him his heart's desire and have not withheld the request of his lips. Man, we can thank the Lord that he uh, granted the request of our lips. You know, yesterday morning we prayed that we would be spared. We prayed that it would, um, 
we would have, uh, we would be okay, and we are. You came to greet him with rich, rich blessing, and placed a crown of pure gold on his head. He asked you for life, and you gave it to him. Hmm. How many times have you cried out to the Lord for life, for help, for hope, and He's given it to you? Many, many times, man. Many times. You asked him for life, or he asked you for life, and you gave it to him length of days, forever and ever. Hmm. Through the victories you gave, his glory is great. So uh, the psalm writer is saying here that it's because of the victories that God has given uh, that uh, the greatness of David, King David, the greatness of this king, is directly related to the victories that God gave him. And that's true for all of us, right? Um, the victory, the, the, any kind of greatness that we have is directly related to the victories that God gave us. Hmm. It's always good to remember that a, you know, the victories are the, the victories that have been given to us by God. You bestow on him splendor and majesty. Surely you have granted him unending blessings and made him glad with the joy of your presence. Hmm. The joy of your presence. Man, that's the, that's the thing that's, that's worth it all, right? The presence of the Lord, having the joy of God's presence in our lives. That So even through, when we go through crazy times, it's a crazy week like we've just gone through, we can have the joy of God's presence that he's with us, that he's guiding us, that he's for us. He is. It's a beautiful thing. For the king trusts in the Lord through the, un through the unfailing love of the Most High, he will not be shaken. Hmm. It's through the, uh, the Hesed love of God, the unfailing love of God, uh, that we will not be shaken. So the songwriter is saying the king's not going to be shaken because not because of his own strength and might and power, but because of the unfailing love of God. And that's true for us. What keeps us strong, what keeps us going, what keeps us encouraged, what keeps us from being shaken is the unfailing love of God. you got to love that. The Hesed love of God. We will not be shaken. Your hand will ho lay hold on all your enemies. Your right hand will seize your your foes. I almost said, I almost said, will seize your toes. <laughs> oh, my eyes aren't what they used to be. So foes look like toes. <laughs> your hand will lay hold to all your enemies, and your right hand will seize your toes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not what it says. It says foes. Sometimes your toes are your enemies, you know what I mean? You got a little itch there, you can't get to it. It's like the enemy. A little ant, like that little scratch you can't get to. So, But it says foes, not toes. Verse 9, when you appear for battle, you will burn them as in blazing furnace. And God's going to give you victory. The Lord will swallow them up with his wrath, and the fire will consume them. God's going to come to your help and empower you in your defense. He'll come to your defense. You will destroy their descendants from the earth, their prosperity from mankind. 
posterity, not prosperity, posterity. Though they plot evil against you and devise wicked schemes, they cannot succeed. The Lord is going to protect the righteous, is basically what he's saying here. Right? You will make them turn their backs when you aim at them with your drawn bow. Be exalted in your strength, Lord. We will sing and praise your might. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing today. You know, I know uh, I, this is not denying all the pain and hardship that other people are going through at all. I'm going to say some more about that in just a second. But it's also true that, you know, it's right for us who've been delivered to sing the praises of God for that. Yeah. We, we, don't, we don't close an eye to those who are suffering at all. Uh, but we also don't close our eye to the reality that God um, has been good to us. And so we want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for, um, for what he's done and recognizing that it was the hand of God and, uh, and every good and perfect gift comes from him. And this is a gift that we were spared and, uh, from uh, a really uh, rough hit from the storm. And so we say thank him. We, we say we, we thank the Lord for that. Um, at the same time, at the same very same time, um, we uh, we recognize that people um, that it didn't miss some people, it, it didn't miss a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people really got it hard and got hit hard, and uh, and we pray for them, and we recognize that, uh, and we know actually that God is with them too. He's in the midst of it. It doesn't mean that God loves us more than He loves them. Doesn't mean any of that. Nope. Doesn't mean they should have prayed harder. We prayed the right way and they didn't. <laughs> some bad theology come out with, with that stuff, man. Oh, they must not prayed right down there or whatever. Why they why they suffer well because they needed they were more wicked and they no no nah, man. Rain falls on the just and the unjust. Hurricanes hit the just and the unjust alike. And um, what we need to pray is that the the people of God uh, demonstrate the loving kindness of God, the Hesed love of loving kindness of God through this. Um, and they will, and they will. And they will. I have no doubt about it. Because every time there's a catastrophe, every time there's hardship, every time people are in need, I can tell you this. Good people show up. And the people of God always show up. Anywhere. In the world. Anytime. When there's hardship, that's what's beautiful about the people of God. People, people like to give the church a black eye, talk about all the things that's wrong with the church. And the church has plenty of places where we need to clean up. I ain't saying we don't. I'm just telling you something. When it comes to helping people, you don't even try it. Don't even, don't even go there because the church is always there. The body of Christ is always there. They always show up with, with help, with, with, with food, with the items, with money, with resources, with their prayers. The people of God always show up. That's what we do. We're the hands and feet of Jesus. And so I can tell you right now, there are already um, Christ-centered organizations that are being mobilized to, uh, to help. I've already had people reach out to me from other organizations in the, in the event that our uh, region was hit hard. Hey, let us know. Our church wants to help. Our church wants to help. Well, it's the body of Christ, man. It's the body of Christ. It's a beautiful thing. 
and the Church of God will, and I mean that not by not not by not meaning our little tribe, the Church of God. I mean the body of Christ, the bride of Christ, will show up. And uh, so we need to pray for her strength. We need to pray for the church's strength that she be encouraged, that she be um, strengthened, and that uh, that people see the goodness of God through the church through this. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's what we need. That people would see the goodness of God, the greatness of God, through the charitable uh, deeds done in Jesus' name. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's do it, y'all. Let's pray. Thank you guys for being on today. Thank you for taking time to uh, spend. I know it's been a crazy week for you, so um, thank you for taking time to. I'm sure you got a million things you need to be doing, taking time to hear the Word of God and to pray together. Uh, that means a lot, so thanks for uh, taking time to do that. Thanks, Ada. Thanks, Deborah. Thanks, all you guys who are on right now. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for um, hearing our prayer. Lord, you have spared those many of us who are on this uh, morning prayer. Um, family have been spared, and we thank you, God. Thank you that um, the brunt of the storm missed us, that you were with us through it all, and we thank you for that deliverance. We thank you for that victory. Uh, we thank you for uh, being with us and calming our nerves and uh, giving us hope and confidence and courage. Um, we thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for the lesson you taught us about relying on you, about um, the uh, how very fragile everything is um, and how dependent we are, uh, way more dependent on uh, on you and your mercy than we sometimes realize. And that's a gift. Lord, I pray for especially, though, our friends down south, thousands and thousands of people who will be rebuilding their lives and rebuilding their businesses. Um, I just pray for, first of all, those first responders and utility workers and others who are trying to just restore basic needs and services. Lord, give them strength and encourage them and give them power, give them favor in their work. Uh, Lord, those who are brokenhearted and maybe just in uh, disbelief. Uh, Lord, surround them with your grace and peace. May the church, your body, shine brightly with love and kindness and grace through this. Um, may it be an opportunity for people to see your love. Maybe they've never seen it. There'll be people who've never really seen the love of God, but through this, you'll break through the hardened heart and they'll see the goodness of God. Uh, by, the, by the kind acts of by the kind words, by the kind deeds, by the selfless service of your people. God, I pray for those who are still in the, in the, in the storm and those who are, will be uh, facing it here shortly as it likely will make another landfall on the East Coast. Lord, I just pray for, again, protection and uh, safety, uh, that there be no loss of life, that people heed the appropriate uh, instructions and take uh, the proper uh, uh, preparations, and that people are, are safe. Lord, thank you for this family that we can come together and pray and uh, walk through life together. Thank you so much for the privilege of being able to come together and just calling out to you and listening to your voice and walking through things together and reflecting on the things of life based on your word, what your word teaches us. So thank you. It's a rich, rich experience, and we thank you for it. God, may your blessing be upon each and every person at the sound of my voice today. May you encourage them and strengthen them. Bless them. Let them know that they're loved by you a lot. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
God bless you today. Thank you so much for being on today. I know there's a lot going on. There's probably a million things going through your mind and your heart. And so taking time to read the word and pray, really appreciate that. We do we do this every day, Monday through Thursday at least, uh, on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. So if you'd like to have just some daily prayer, reading the word, take some time to do that. Um, just check my page out about Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast, and uh, we'd love to have you a part of it. Thank you guys so much for being on today. God bless. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.